Sé que es tarde ya para pedir perdón. Sé que es tarde ya y lo siento. Termina nuestro amor. I'm gonna start crying, bro. Si ya nada funciona contigo, el apetón. Oh, oh girl. I'm sorry. No lyrics. You know, um, I saw them at Besame Mucho. Ooh, girl, let's talk about it. Welcome, yeah. y'all, to Viva la Dulce. And Marlene. I was going to say no IG Marlene because I'm so used to saying no, pero that. No, but you have IG. Yeah, I have IG, but I was thinking, hermana, that I think I'm going to delete it. Why? You're so annoying. Well, I'm um, I think I'm going to delete it because, like, it's just, it's fun it's cool like it's funny but like i already started seeing myself compare myself oh girl you know what's crazy like i don't really go on instagram like that anymore but pro- because that is just only social media you have that's probably why you yeah. be on it like that and it's like crazy because it's not like super comparing like oh i wish i had this i wish i had that but it just made me recently start thinking about my life and i was like like i think oh. about my life all the time but i've always been someone to i'm a pace setter so I live life and I do my accomplishments according to my you goals, you know, at my pace. So for me to um, be comparing myself and trying to like, you know, go according to like what people think I should go. I don't know. I don't even think anybody really cares, but it's just the mental thing. No, yeah. I think we talked about it in like the beginning of the podcast when we talked about like, I think it was like the second episode that we talked about that. Remember I told you that one rapper's baby mama who, like, on Instagram, they look like they're so in love, but she's really doing fucking brujeria on him? Oh, my God. I don't remember. Yes. Oh, yeah, So, in that episode, we also talk about, like, how Instagram is super fucking fake, and people are going to post only what what they want you to see. They're not going to post it they had a bad day except if you're me because i'm fucking delusional but they're not gonna post that they had a bad day they're not gonna post that they're broke they're not gonna post that they weren't able to pay for their lunch which is so weird because i'm like that like i will post like yo i don't like this or like this no like Like, i am very raw social media is such a facade or how do you say facade right right? like it's just fake as fuck it's fun and games until you start like believing yeah, yeah so like i don't know like i was just like you know thinking about that so tell but about besame besame mucho oh girl i think i'm just gonna start singing tell us how'd that go okay dude this is you're not about to turn this into a studio <laughs> Knowing you, where's my snare um so yeah so uh two weeks ago ivan actually a couple months ago ivan had bought the besame mucho festival tickets like we had been dealing with this for like a while and we were like really like looking forward to this um we did miss one in particular artist that he really Let wanted me just to say, see i saw the lineup and it was all over the place yeah so Fucking they had three angeles azules yes they like, had clásicas that was mostly like rancheras and cumbias and um then they had like the rockero stage which is a bunch so of like alternative rock and then rock and then they had the pop stage which was like a bunch of like pop artists mm-hmm. you know that's so um, cool so it was a really super cool talk about your outfit so yeah so um yeah so for the outfit obviously dude i am just not good at like bringing up outfits together and then like i don't like i know that my body's different so i never have really been able to like you know actually get like my clothes together and my outfits so 
I always go to you for like the the outfit, yeah. literally the outfit put together. So I lo- honestly, you guys, I think since I was little, my mom has always showed me how to be like combinar and like um you know i'm i'm just so good at making outfits in my head and like you know i remember when Marlon was little we would make fun of her because she just did not combinar at all girl that's still me yeah that's, that's still, her. still me but um i just literally like to put outfits together in my head and i'm really good at putting it for like who you are your body type what's gonna look good on you depending like on your hair the makeup what makes you feel comfortable and budget friendly and i'm super budget friendly yeah like so marlene she'll be like okay i'm gonna go here and then i'll be like okay like what are you comfortable with wearing because also marlene's body fluctuates a lot like in her weight so she'll be like right now i don't like how this looks and Mm -hmm. i like focus on covering that part of her body and focus on the part of her body that she does like you know so that's literally what i asked her and honestly you guys i think i'm gonna i don't want to take it too serious because i haven't really like put out a plan but if anybody wants me to start making outfits for them shit we could go shopping together or i could put an outfit online of course there's gonna be a little fee because you know time is money but that is very true something i want to do but anyway which was like super easy because i literally did yeah, that with you like i, I paid you your mm-hmm. amount of money i paid you your time and mm-hmm. then you sent me an outfit and i was gonna buy it online but when i went to the mall i found it all there at once yeah so and i super and cool. i sent like links or like i sent her like amazon pictures i'm like i got it all off amazon and it was on her whether she bought it off amazon or she went to go find the similar one which you hit literally the exact outfit i sent you i'm so glad you found it the hair i even told her how to do her hair you look yeah. so good dude thanks and and yeah because like even the dress like i found one and i was like no this isn't close to it like this is this is exactly how i'm picturing what she pictured mm-hmm. you know so it was like super cool and then yeah since it was more on like the all black like i know that i had to do something crazy with my hair something different you know and the amount of compliments i got that day were like really really nice you're welcome so hit me up ladies let's go shopping um yeah so we did besa mucho he missed out on uh, mago de oz which is like a super dope like spanish rock it's giving like double worshipy music okay it was not double worshipy i don't know mago de oz but as soon as we got there el inspector was the first one to play that oh, we I saw and it. we heard amargo adios like it was just super cool oh that's nice we saw ramon ayala los angeles azules dude remember when ramon ayala was <laughs> oh my god dude, i told ivan this story and it was so funny okay guys so my dad went to the downtown la you know if you're from the LA area, you know, Los Callejones. My dad went to Los Callejones to buy a suit. <laughs> it just so happened Ramon Ayala was at the same store. And nobody, <laughs> nobody paid attention to my dad. <laughs> he was asking for a size. <laughs> for a size. Like, and everybody was on Ramon Ayala's ass. <laughs> I know, dude, I remember that. And he, was, and he had no idea that he was there. He was like, why isn't anybody assisting me? And then they realized it was Ramon Ayala. But... We did see Amon Ramon Ayala, it was super cool. We saw Nanitos Verdes, the Caifanes. Ca- 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 Damn, dude, that's um, like a really Yeah, the one lineup. we did miss was Hombres G because they played the Ooh. same time as El Tri. So for me, it was like, which one do I miss? Because I love Hombres G, but I was like, I'm not about to miss El Tri. Like, yeah. yeah, shit was Wait, really you've n- that dope. was your first time seeing El Tri, huh? Yeah, yeah. How was, was it? I heard it was, I heard like other podcasts, like it was super dope. It, w- it was super cool. The He's really old for starters. And so like, we couldn't really hear him a lot because I think the mic was like not the best but then like i knew <laughs> our mic i knew like two three like of his songs like nice. all letter by letter so i was i was singing i was pouring my heart out was it fun for you and your boyfriend to do that i don't have a boyfriend i just got dumped so um, oh, um i was actually I've gonna i actually like ended up telling Ivan that day that i felt like that was just like 
a cool thing that we did together like we went to a festival you know and it was us two by ourselves like we didn't have to go with like friends and people and like because honestly like oh, yeah no, that's like fun should i pull yeah. the trigger now or later <laughs> <laughs> no dude i think i think that's super dope dude like when i saw you guys like your little pictures and, like, i'm crying <laughs> No, we're not doing shots. Why are we drinking? I just feel like I shouldn't be drinking right now with like the emotions I'm going through. I had a tough weekend this last weekend that (laughs) I just saw your eyelash. I know it's because I've been crying, so (laughs) (laughs) the glue's coming off. Um, it just like was a weekend of like I didn't get like fucked up and I didn't do anything stupid, you know. But like I got turn off emotions and it's like Mm. never the best to get turn off Mm -hmm. emotions Mm. like it's fun when i like having fun and drinking and pace setting like i could do that but when you're drinking with emotions no sabes parar i was gonna say that if you notice when when you drink like and you're on a good like on a it's kind of like when you do fucking psychedelics they say like you're supposed to do them on a when you're on a good mindset mindset yeah and it's the same thing with drinking because when you're drinking having fun everything's good in your life you're literally doing it just to add a little razzle dazzle yeah but when you're depressed or you're going through something tough in life or you want to keep your mind off of it what do you end up doing pushing it and then you end up waking up feeling pendeja yeah dude and like i was thinking like i can't do that you know and for best of my mucho i didn't drink at all because i was so hungover from the night before because oh i was so turned that friday you know and it was just like and that's why we ended up missing the artist that Ivan really liked and I was like that just that's wasn't fata. it was so fata. fata it was so fata fata, fata. <laughs> we're really saying fucked up but we say fata where did we get that from I don't know <laughs> yeah we just make shit up I wonder if sisters out there do that I'm pretty sure sisters out there be making shit up but so. um yeah so like that may also made me realize like I need to start kind of changing some things in my life I'm not saying I'm gonna like go completely innocent and everything but I just need to make mild changes and mild goals in my life so I can begin to like accomplish that and just feel a little bit better because i don't want to be drinking my feelings away do you want to talk about what's been bothering you that made you Um, push it to the limit okay corbin (laughs) blue um (laughs) you would know his name that was your era (laughs) it was my era but um yeah it's just mostly like lately i've been like i know that i'm super accomplished and i know that you know i do work hella hard in school and like i'm actually almost gonna graduate and then i have like this really big test coming up not me thinking you were a lawyer already no bitch (laughs) no but i do have like this you know big test coming up and it's just like there's a lot of steps and i work according to my pace you know as i was saying so like it is it is like me but i think everybody i know that has gone through this age like i've heard it happens to them when they're 22 and it happens again when they're like 25 and it's the age of like what am i doing with my life like am i doing something i want to do is this really what i want to do you know um especially me dude like i'm not using this as an excuse but having um, borderline personality disorder and juggling work and school and a relationship can be tough. I'm not saying it's hard and impossible, but it can be tough because it all becomes a stressor. And yeah. people with BPD, we tend, one of the biggest, like a really big, like symptom, I guess you can say, is that we feel emotions very intense. We feel everything really intense. So like a stressful day for you is like, oh, I had a stressful day. But a stressful day for me is like, God damn, I'm going to kill myself. I can't do any of this. Like, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, you know? And, 
and so like i've been trying to work on that so trying to work on that i realized that i can't just be my medication so i went back to therapy omg congrats yeah. girl therapy 20s therapy 20s, 20s. oh then nobody can see that i know i just thought about that <laughs> um but yeah so like it's just mostly that and just it made me feel like I just need to, to make mild changes in my life. And it doesn't always mean like I have to flip everything around and cut people up. Because I feel like people always want to do that. Like, I'm just going to cut everybody off. Me. And that is how I am normally. Literally deleted my Twitter. Yeah, see? But it's like you can't be drastic with it. You have yeah. to set mild goals. Like, mild little things, you know? So you could, once you accomplish it, you're like, okay, next time I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, it's just stuff like that. And I noticed, like, my boyfriend and I, like, we just spend way too much time together it's normal though. which is normal it is it's normies but como que yo quiero un poquito de espacio you know girl like, you always say that and I'm i like, do where always are you like events i know it's like, just okay. because like i don't know i feel like i'm the only girl okay honestly ever since getting instagram though i realized that i'm pretty normal because it's i see so many things of like when your girlfriend that's like, yeah that's Ew. literally my tiktok right now with the situation i'm going through like i read tiktoks where girls are like literally laughing through the pain and i was like all right i'm not the only delusional bitch yes dude because i'm sitting there and one of them was like when you how do you explain to your boyfriend that like you're with him 24 7 but you say that that's not enough you literally want to be in his skin yeah and i'm like and that's in his that's like foreskin <laughs> sorry that was me okay we know that that was you bitch i'm sorry um but yeah so like you know it's just like things like that but that was that weekend that was like the major thing and then this last weekend um ivan had his first uh rugby league game out in uh long beach and it was super dope we went to like a really cool fucking restaurant after and everybody was super dope there was this one couple that started problems as always like yeah ya nos conocemos que somos toxicos and, that's like, annoying that it's one so couple que siempre pelea. It's so like annoying. i know i've been in toxic relationships but i don't think i was ever that couple like we would fight behind closed doors like that one couple, oh for sure yeah que, like doesn't I, even let yeah. people enjoy their time exactly sammy ron they're sammy ron oh some pinches sammy ron and it's like my thing is like i never really talked to la sammy because i kind of have felt like vibes that i'm like mm, like i'm okay she's i don't know i don't really like some things that she says and does sometimes and so i was really distant and i would only talk to some of ivan's teammates and this time i've been kind of talking to her more and sure enough like las problemas están llegando and ivan told me he's like i i told you and you, you should have known so i'm like yeah like ya no le voy a hablar a sammy el ronnie's kind of cool but like just like el ronnie también se mete en pendejaditas and gets a sammy riled up so that's how they end up fighting and i'm and like, those, but it's yeah, just like yeah i would just ignore them at this point i'm like yeah. i'm gonna just keep my distance because Ivan and I, I are not Ronnie too. and Sammy at all. Like we're just we're Ronnie and Sammy when like in my head we're Ronnie and Sammy, but <laughs> no, like you never, guys don't. I don't yeah, think no. I've ever seen y'all. And, like, it, and it's because honestly. we have a huge communication thing. When like, when you yeah. guys are arguing, I only know you're arguing because you tell me. Like I've never like been out with you guys and you guys get mad and it's just awkward like, no hell I no don't think I've but, ever... and it's a sometimes thing. i like to instigate fights though i oh, know i even hate girl i even hate it because i'll be like did you hear that my then i don't know it sounds like he's talking to a girl and then he'll look at me like fucking bitch i want to fucking snap you right <laughs> it's now it's so true though but no we have this rule it's like a little thing maybe some couples out there if they wanted like something mama was Ooh. told me was like if your significant other says something you don't like in front of people you hold it in 
you yeah don't call don't, them out, in, don't front call of, them out yeah. in front of people and then when you guys are alone you tell them hey i didn't like this and next time you say i'm gonna snap your throat oh, and i'm wow. pretty sure they're not gonna okay mom didn't tell me that to oh, say that okay. part that was just a little spice i added but like i will say that and then i'm just like don't say stuff like that and they learn and they don't do it because they respected you more that, that you, you told didn't, them and you yeah me you didn't start no that point. because ivan and i always tell him we don't fight in front of people mi mama dice que a los casados, if there's a problem, you speak about it in la casa. Por eso es casa de dos. Oh, mm -hmm. girl. Yeah, see, but that is something that I do. I wouldn't know about that. Um, <laughs> eso es casa de tres. Es casa de una. Casa una. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, girl. Um, but yeah, that was just like my weekend, and then we've just been chilling, and then, yeah, so what about you, girl? Yeah, para de mí, para de mí, es con mucho. Um, so yeah, so we haven't done the podcast in two weeks, so. So I'm better off myself right now. Yeah, I'm literally hanging by thread. Um, so last weekend, I ended up having um to go out with, I ended up having a night out, and I went with my cousin Erika. Mm. let me just say vibe, i think i've said this for erica it, she's, a vibe she's a vibe all the time literally it's a vibe. no for real she's the type dude to like i've never seen her mad i don't think i've ever seen her sad i don't think i've ever seen her bothered i don't think i've ever seen her just like she has no emotion but it's not like a dead emotion she's just fun she's just a very she just doesn't person. care and everything nothing does, she rubs she it, rubs it. but you know what i do remember that when era chiquita at the fair they did the hypno the hip remember there was like a guy who was like a hypno a what hypno, do you uh, uh hypnosis hypno they did hypnosis on her and they said you will never care what people say about you and ever since that she don't give a fuck about that nothing so, so somebody to hypnotize my ass because i'm literally like hanging my thread so anyway i ended up going over to her side of town and she kind of took me to like a few bars and where she lives it's like really secluded she lives over there in lancaster and um, she took me to like she took me bar hopping and it was fun it's a, it's fun because you go where you know you're not gonna run into anybody you know mm -hmm. you know so like um i and and i'm not gonna lie this kind of made my ego like it made me feel a little good even though i was crying inside but um i get there and we order a drink which by the way the bartender was such a fucking rude ass like i knew i wasn't i knew i wasn't tripping because even erica who doesn't care was like wow he's rude like that's what she said you know and so we got her drink and then out of nowhere the other server comes up to me and she's like hey those guys over there sent you a drink and i was like nice and before that drink even reached my table another man approached me he was like an older man <clears throat> and he's like can i buy those drinks you're drinking i was like actually somebody already oh no he's like can i buy you a drink i was like somebody already bought me a drink but my first round isn't paid for he's like anything you want on me he brought out an american express so i was like whoa you know the clink clink clinks and i was like what's up but he was an older man he was around early 50s late 40s um because he, he had kids my age we started talking and he was the cutest little old man ever he was so shy to come up to us he told me he's like you could tell he was late just sweating 40s, early 50s is not old though, it's like older and he You're was just like, like this man is like Hugh Hefner. No, he was like so. He was like he. I could tell he was practicing what he was saying on his way over to us because he's like, I just want to say I'm so embarrassed to be here. I'm super old. Like I don't belong here. Like he was down talking to himself. I felt bad, you know. He's like, but my roommate made me come over here. He's a young guy. He's a young dude. So can you please not make me look dumb? And I was like, you will not. Like, I was not going to make him look dumb. So I talked to him the whole night, and then he ended up bringing his roommate over. He ended up being, like, a really smart man, like, who works a really good career and job and stuff. And then I told him what we do, and we're kind of, like, in the same career. Mm -hmm. He's like, 
he's like sitting over there i would have never guessed that you were in that i was like i know because i looked them i just played the part and so whatever like he was really cool but then like i got in my feelings you guys oh my god i know with the old man no oh, it's I because thought- all right girls so i know we preach hella self-love and sometimes i'd be listening to our podcast and i'm like wow that sounds good and i'm like i need to take my own fucking advice okay mm-hmm. because things are easier said than done and i do try to like do what i know is right but we're fucking human and at the end of the day we like to do what feels good if that makes sense not what's right what feels good Mm -hmm. so that's honestly why we didn't do the podcast last week you guys have been in a really bad funk and Mm -hmm. it wasn't me guys it was not it was not yeah marla has been dedicated it was me so as you guys remember on the last episode i didn't really want to get into it but fuck it um i literally got dumped like and i don't want to say like i got dumped because we weren't in a relationship but i on my end was taking it very serious this is somebody i talked to for like a few months every day type of thing somebody i opened up to somebody that i was really vulnerable to and i hadn't done that with anybody in a really long time Mm -hmm. and i mean he says he was being sincere but he fed me everything that i wanted like and i hope he was sincere you know um everything i wanted he literally was um i think i had such a hard time with him letting me go dumping me i guess whatever because it hurts my ego to say that but because he didn't really give me a straightforward answer it was kind of sounded a little lame and so when he gave it to me i was like whatever and i ignored it you know like i was like okay time to like go back to my being by myself type of shit Mm -hmm. and then he reaches out to me so obviously it started fucking with my feelings he reached out first because i know he's listening he reached out first and so it got my hopes back up it gave you like the mix like it gave me the signals like oh he's thinking about me too like he's he's feeling how i'm feeling because i was very sad those days but i was like okay like i gotta take this like gotta take the l girl gotta take the L, literally. And then so he like reaches out. So then that he reaches out like pr- right close to the weekend. That so obviously, was, yeah. yeah, obviously it was the weekend. And I got in my feels and I was like a little bit lit. I wasn't drunk though. I was just a little bit lit. I was just like forecasting. Yeah, just kid. seven. And I was like, dude, like I miss you. I want to see you. And I turned. This was the night that this you was, the, the Yes. This was that night, you guys. So I want to share this because I was that girl. I was that fucking girl texting, blowing him up. I've never in my life been that fucking girl, dude. I always thought it was, like, desperate. I was like, I would never be that girl, you know? Like, why are you reaching out? But it was Erica's advice. And honestly, I like that she told me that because I was just like, I feel like this. I feel like that. She's like, well, just fucking let him know. Like, what do you have to lose type of thing? But since I was a little drunk, it wasn't like my normal feelings. Like, oh, you know, you hurt my feelings. Yeah, I was like, fuck you. Like, I hope you fucking, you know, I was being crazy. And then I was like, I'm going to show up. I know you got a bitch there. Like, I was being crazy. But it's because I'm really passionate. Like, I felt really hard for this person. Yeah, like said, fire sign, fire pussy. And I was really sad, you guys. But like, it really it really helped to let it out because my rest of the night ended up like being good you know like i had fun i had like drinks with my cousins i was dancing like we went to another bar but it 
then again it is the same fucking thing we were just going back and forth i would reach out and he would reply and i would reach out and he would reply we ended up having i guess like a closure talk where he really told me why it was that it wasn't gonna work out with us um which was more of a personal thing on his end it wasn't me and like it made me be like okay i could finally let go of this because it started fucking with my head like is it something I did? Am I not good enough? Like, is it my lifestyle? Like, so many factors went through my head. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've never really been in a real relationship. Or like, I've never been in a talking stage. Mm-hmm. I've never dated. Like, think right. about it. I've never dated. It was always my two serious rela- relationships, were, which were both of my children's dads. And they were not real relate. Well, my first relationship was like a legit relationship. But right. the way we broke up was like, different because we have a child together so it wasn't like i'm never gonna talk to you again right Right, right. and then my second relationship was just something else so i've never had that like shit i'm not gonna talk to this person ever again yeah i've never had that essentially like it's i mean i don't like i don't actually i don't give a fuck that he's listening but essentially (laughs) like something about a maturity thing with dating because i am experienced in the dating area like i have dated and i have gotten to know people and that's how I'm feeling right now. Like the troquita. Yeah. Um, esa si está quemando, dude. Um, anyway, so like I, I feel like I have been in the dating world and I have been talking to people and I, and I have been in the area. Something that I have noticed though, you know, is people that don't often date, when they do, they always do expect a closure. And somebody mm-hmm. like me who has dated, I don't expect a closure ever. Like if you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with me. That's that's good enough for me, mm-hmm. right? That's that's how I have. Because I've I've learned to learn that every person that comes into my life, it's not always gonna be them forever, you know? The people I've all met in my life at the twenty five years I'm living, they're not all there. So it's like, you know, it, even if it's romantic. But like I feel like when they do give you a closure for those who do like closure like it shows maturity on their end but something that i don't like about a person that they do this is if they're gonna tell you why they're not gonna fuck with you they gotta be honest about it from the get because you just told me like it was like he got dumped he dumped you and then it was like okay i'm gonna talk to you still and then it was like, okay let me tell you the real reason like that's a mature yeah i think that's the only thing that semi bothered me dude that i was it's like giving your missing balls because if you had stop them, it he's listening i miss you so much <laughs> but like, no but i'm saying it wasn't even it, it really was that it that it, if I felt like he fucked with my head at first. It made me feel like because the reasons he gave me to why it wasn't working out were totally different reasons as to what the honest truth was. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why would you do that? Why would like it it made me feel like I'm going to be honest, you guys, like it started fucking with me a lot. Like, you know, like a lot. Like, is it this reason? Is it that reason? Um, It ended up essentially being like. Literally him being insecure about something i don't have control over in my life right right um which i'll talk about later i don't really want to get into too much detail right now but once i heard that i was like okay like i kind of snapped out of it i was like i also can't beg somebody to be with me i can't right. fucking i don't i, I remember i was t- telling my therapist like i'm so upset he didn't even let me prove and she cut me right there and she's like you don't have to prove yourself to someone if they don't see you for what you are that's them you don't have to sit here and prove it to mm-hmm. them and it sucked because that's how i was feeling i was literally like begging this person like let me show you like you didn't even give me a chance this isn't fair and like 
And see, that's I don't like, even want to cry right now, and it's not crying because it it was crying because like I let myself down. I was starting to like go in that hole again of like yeah, yeah, lowering yeah, yeah, myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that wasn't cool. Like, yeah, and I'm sh- yeah, no, and I'm sharing this to all, I'm sharing this with all of you guys because I just want to be vulnerable because I don't want you guys to think that Marlene and I are fucking perfect. Like sometimes we do like are a little bit careful of what we share because the podcast is getting big and there are people who are like have come to Marlene and have come to me upset about what we've said. I don't think we've ever disrespected anybody on the podcast. Um, we're very careful with what we say, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to let them know what's going on. So because like I'm telling you, I was on my my TikTok and a lot of shit was like, oh my God, they're going through this too. Mm-hmm. So I want you girls to know like you're not alone. If you've been that girl that has begged, if you've been that girl who has tried to prove yourself, if you've been that girl that has uh, blamed yourself, it's literally okay. Like... It goes back to what we always preach, like, be easy on yourself. Like, I was really hard on myself this these past two weeks, y'all. Like, not only because I really fell for this person, but because I started fucking with my own head. And like I said, I hope his intentions were as true as he says they are on why he didn't want to talk to me because he was looking out for me, even though I'm a big girl and can look out for myself. But if... He was being sincere because I told my mom about it and she was like, "Mm, he sounds like he's being honest and sincere. And at the end of the day, we all want honesty and truth, right? And sometimes it's a little hard to accept it. So if that was really his intentions, no love lost, no love gained. It is what it is. But I think more so what I wanted to hit was it's okay. Like, (laughs) I was being so hard on myself, bro. I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you? My thing on that, though, only to say is, like, um, if you're dating, if you're somebody who's dating right now and you're not feeling the person, um, if you're not going to give him the right closure, cut it off and just ghost them and don't respond to them and just don't talk to them no more. If that's how you really want to end it. But don't lie to the person about the closure because then you end up texting them and stuff. Like, I don't know. I just feel like dating... You can't bullshit it. Like, hey, it didn't work out. Like, I'm even if you're just not feeling it anymore, mm-hmm. you can say, I'm just not feeling it mm-hmm. anymore. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be immature about it. So that's just like, you know, and I don't, feel, I don't feel any type of way towards it, but it was just that. And like, me, myself, I guess I have to learn how to, like, just it is what it is type of situation. Um, but I have been really sad and like, ways that i've been getting over how have you gotten never a breakup like that well not a breakup because it's not really a breakup it was but a situation dude i've been listening to sad music crying and then like i'll be on tiktok laughing at my own misery <laughs> no i think it's just like dude it's not it's nothing to like feel like you have to get over it's just more so like learning to accept that not every person that walks into your life is going to be your person and you have to go with that mindset every single time you date somebody new like you have to it's unfortunate but you have to hear a lot of people say like everybody's temporary and i fucking hate that saying but it's kind of true everybody is temporary dude think about it but yeah guys that's about it your girl dulce got dumped and uh it hurt her soul and it is what it is, dude. I'm fucking hey, dude, okay, I saw me. Stop. I've been no. crying a lot. It's because I Mar- saw me. What? And it's SpongeBob. It's, I think it's SpongeBob or Patrick. And he's like, when I keep telling myself it is what it is, but what the fuck is it? I'm like, dude. Dude, that's me. I thought this was my soulmate. 
I don't know about that. I took no, I don't think no, no, no. So many. Wait, I was singing this song oh hard and so annoyed because I've been singing that song all day. I don't even know how it goes to be honest. I just be making shit up. I don't even know what it is. I hate it. Echonos cambios en mí. I don't know. Okay, guys. So let's jump into the topic. <clears throat> so this was actually sent into us by one of our listeners and she wasn't the only one somebody actually sent it this week also mm-hmm. ha- did you hear about um the guy who killed himself at the disneyland parking garage oh my gosh no okay so parking garage yeah so basically this like guy, parking lot like, yeah the parking lot he like oh. jumped off and committed suicide <gasps> yeah but he did leave um a note so i'm gonna read his note because oh in the note it explains why he did it Oh my gosh. Does it explain why he did it there too? He explains himself why he did it. So long story short, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to read the letter again because I kind of forgot. But long story short, he was, I don't want to say a secret marriage, but it was a marriage that wasn't really that public that he was with with the lady for three years. She had children. Um, I guess they got into an argument and this lady accused him of beating her and her daughters. And he was a principal so obviously after she accuses him you know he has to go into they start investigating because he works with children you know he gets arrested he's basically on leave and he feels like his life is ruined so he ends up fucking killing himself so i'm gonna read the letter oh my gosh i this is his letter it was posted on facebook i hate when people oh sorry guys I hate when people leave this earth with so many unanswered questions, so I hope this provides some insight and perspective. This is my wife, Marlena. Yes, you heard me correctly. Most of you didn't know this, but we have been privately married three and a half years ago. Marlena Marlena and I love and adore each other, and our relationship has been amazing up until recently. Unfortunately, two weeks ago, she and I got into a heated argument at home in front of the girls. Tempers were flared, and strong words were exchanged between us. However, never in the exchange did I hit, slap, or hurt Marlena in any manner, nor did I ever touch the girls. I never have, and I never will. I love the girls like my own and they know that as does everyone around me unfortunately marlena's anger got the best of her that night and she called the police which landed me in jail that night yes me a man who has never hit or harmed anyone in his life i think it's safe to say that marlena truly regrets making that call because the events of that night have completely unraveled both of our lives i am on the brink of losing my job as i am out of administrative leave until my case is resolved however the legal system is extremely flawed especially against men and fathers and it's sickening how quickly and easily an innocent man could be thrown in jail based on zero evidence or proof in fact take a look at the attached screenshots of marlena's message to my friend about the matter she too had no intention on having that night come this far she knows i would never hurt her or the girls and she too has been trying to clear my name with the with little success again the legal system is deeply flawed to say the least so here i am writing my final facebook post to all of you i need you all to know that a gentle kind loving and sincerely good man has been destroyed by one unfortunate night it really is unfortunate this is not me this is not something that i ever thought would happen to me with all of this said i have truly loved educating and leading thousands of students and families as a principal for the past 21 plus years i have made so many wonderful connections with families over the years and those who know me closely know how much i cared for my students staff and family 
Please remember me for all the good I brought to the world of education. To all my musician friends, thank you. Thank you for performing with me over the past 30 years. We have had a blast performing all over and creating such fond memories together. Music has been a wonderful outlet for me as it's allowed me to have a different and creative world outside of my day job as a principal. I am sad to say that last night was my final performance. However, it went very well and I am proud that my final performance was a success. I have always loved performing, especially during the holiday season. I'm going to miss it dearly. There's much more I want to say, but I'm going to spend the rest of today reaching out to the closest to me to let them know how much I love them. This is not the ideal way to go, but I at least got a chance to say some final words to those I love and adore. Take care, everyone. Please, please, please be kind to one another. Treat each other with kindness and grace. There is too much anger in the world and people need to start treating each other better. What I've shared with you above is a prime example of how anger can really have long lasting and extremely damaging effects on a person's life. So what do you think about this crazy, crazy event that took place? Dude, I'm like low-key, like, I wanted to cry like midway as you were reading it because the way he exited, the way he wrote everything out, it's almost like he was at peace with leaving. And it's like, mine was made up. like, yeah. And it's really sad because like, usually when I, cause I've, I've, I've read upon like suicide notes and stuff. And like, you always usually hear like, I can't stand this world anymore. Or like, I hate everybody. Or like, this is so-and-so's fault. I can't take this pain. But he didn't even really complain about what he was feeling. And that's really interesting because usually people that's what causes them to want to you know like kill themselves like essentially this guy didn't really say goodbye i'm gonna kill myself in that no he kind of just said this video uh-huh. with such like like i don't know with such calmness and it makes me feel like I mean, obviously, like, I can't tell him this now, but, like, I feel like anybody, I think a lot of people have gone through suicidal moments silently in their mind. I think a lot of people have. I'm not saying everybody, but I think a lot of people have because a turn of events in somebody's life can make them feel like there is no solution Mm -hmm. and having no solution makes them feel like that's it, the world's done. And it sounds cliche, but time heals and time Mm -hmm. is always you know that solution for whatever's going to happen maybe he wasn't going to be able to be a principal again but that's okay he can find a different job it might be hard and things are going to be tough but maybe the wife was supposed to get a second job because she's the reason why all of this happened like there's a solution to everything but honestly that broke my heart especially coming from like a man man. yeah so I think what he said is the the thing that stood out to me was when he was talking about how like it's the system is so flawed towards men and fathers and it is true I noticed that women a lot have have a lot of not all the time right not all the time Mm -hmm. but for the most part when it comes to accusations you know or like or custody or anything like that they do have they do have the upper hand um and it's like a tricky like topic because sometimes it does go the other way you know um mental health matters and i think it sucks that for a man 
it's a little bit more difficult to want to speak up, you know, um, because it seems like his mind was already made up and he wanted to kill himself. But what if he would have reached out to somebody who would have been able to help him through this? You know, Um, I, I feel like he thought his life was over. He was a principal for literally a long time, 21 plus years. Like that's his whole career, his whole life. And he feels like it was just snatched out of him because of a false accusation um and what he said is true one moment of how many times have we been i mean i know i can talk for myself that i've been angry and i made like a stupid decision and then i'm like why the fuck did i do that and i'm sure like i'm not gonna sit here and blame his wife because she might have felt like that way it's not okay to make an accusation especially one so serious but at that time she was so pissed like fuck you i'm gonna get you in trouble you know and look what it ended up happening like right we don't know like to us to some people this might sound like oh he's a coward like just over that you're gonna kill yourself but everybody takes everything different you guys like literally everybody takes everything in a different manner it all goes back to how you were raised how you grew up or your environment was something that could be so easy and nonchalant to you could be really hard for someone else to process you know so what he said at the end is true you have to be super kind to everybody around you because this world is already so fucked up so fucked up but i also kind of wanted to bring a little something else up because before i'd listen and brought this up i heard about it on a podcast and someone made a really good point what if he was guilty and that's why he killed himself because he didn't want to go through the trial so when some guy brought up a point and i'm not talking about negative negatively about him you guys because he is deceased right and he's not here and it is respect but we do like to look at different you know points points of views so this guy was explaining how he had a friend he's like dude this guy was so respected in like i think they're they're like battle rappers right so respected in the battle rapper culture one of the best battle rappers like Everybody, he was cool. Everybody liked being around him. Had a lot of friends. Blasey, blasey, blasey. He ends up being accused of sexually. I don't remember if he like sexually abused or sexually molested somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And he ends up killing himself because he doesn't want to go through. And and the thing is, like, it didn't even become public yet what he was going to go to court for before it even hit court obviously he was already accused about it but before it reached court before the word can get out he decided to kill himself because he didn't want to go through with that so a lot of people are like well if he wasn't guilty why wouldn't he face court why wouldn't he go and try to clear his name why would he just take in quotes the easy way out and i was like fuck you know right you get what i'm trying to say yeah yes and no because um he points out i would i would say yes but he points out how his wife tried to come up and she tried to like clear his name and he did say like the system's flawed so the thing is oftentimes when you make an accusation even though you're like no it didn't happen depending on the state that you're at some states don't take that shit lightly and they'll be like nah like are you being threatened by him Mm -hmm. and it's in like no we got it going we clear this out because if they clear it out and then it did end up happening then the system can get sued like it goes hand in hand but i I was just bringing it up i don't agree with him at all i do feel like this man was like i'm fucking done i don't want to deal with this and think about it dude sometimes even if you're not guilty your name's already tainted 
when people accuse you of yeah. something like yeah. you're already known as that whether yeah. it happened or not rumors start rumors linger you know and it fucking sucks dude and i really do think like i'm gonna be honest that women who falsely accuse somebody should be fucking held responsible for that shit like i remember bro there was this girl i used to talk to um and she's like fuck my stepdad's being so fucking annoying and i was like why i think he told her to like stop coming home late it was something so ex- insignificant like that mm-hmm. she's like whatever if he keeps pissing me off i'll just tell my mom he touched me in my sleep and i was like so i got all serious you know like dude does he do that like that's what i thought she was initiating you know mm-hmm. she's like oh no i'll just say that so she can kick him out and he won't be in our lives anymore and i'm like bitch like you could literally ruin someone's that life, life like that ruined, what is yeah. i feel like women like that should have i wonder if that's a, like a crime it should be considered it, it is but it is but like it should be like a common crime to accuse someone of kind of thing you know like some people always just let it go oh it wasn't it wasn't proved to be right and that's it the person who got accused is clear but like the person who did it doesn't always get the the like the the punishment that they deserve dude and i feel like they should too like i feel like people who falsely accuse of stuff like that they should yeah because like, literally this girl, people, yeah, yeah this lady was just fucking mad we really like, don't know what happened but right. even then even then look let's say he did beat their ass you know let's say he let's say he did beat him my thing is like it goes back to her point too like let's say he didn't it was her heat of the moment let's say he did it was his heat of the moment it goes to show that sometimes when it's really hard because we're humans and we naturally just like to act on our emotions but you we literally can't act on our emotions all the time like you need to learn to cool (sighs) off so i can so agree with that i can share what happened because it already happened and it was already closed in court and i already did my time and i already (laughs) did what i had to do i just don't like getting into detail because i don't like to give this bitch any attention but that's initially what happened to me you guys um if you've seen my mugshot or you've known i've gotten arrested or whatever whatever was because i was so angry at the heat of the moment and i'm and this person ended up lying but um it could have gone way worse for me like way fucking worse for me like i did lose a lot of money i lost a lot of time i lost i mean to this till now i can't legally carry for another two years dude Mm -hmm. i was on probation for three years like it was something that just at the heat of the moment like anger like and then i ended up taking anger management classes which i was so happy i did because it changed me a lot Mm -hmm. and it shows you like you have to sometimes just stop and think like is this fucking worth it yeah like is this fucking worth it like who cares am i ever gonna see this person again am i gonna you know like there's this thing i learned in therapy and he like told me um it's like kind of like tmz that's the the what what it stands for kind of thing and it's trap it map it and zap it (laughs) so he's like whenever you have an emotion that you don't like whether it's anger sadness or like you know any emotion you don't like, you're going to trap it. And if you have the moment right now to deal with it, then you can deal with it. But if you want to save it for later, you save it. This is usually for people who can't. I like this, dude, because this is me. Yeah. Just, this my is, emotions are everywhere. This is for people who don't like to write their feelings down or can't write their feelings down or don't have the time to. Okay. So you trap the emotion. You know, let's say your boss talks shit so about you or I'm something. I'm trapping being broken up with. Okay. So when you're ready to deal <laughs> with it, you then go. That's not an emotion um anger okay there you go hurt okay betrayal (laughs) okay um all right and then what you do is you're gonna map it so mapping means kind of like figuring out where this emotion is coming from you know like you have you know like a map like 
kind of trying to see Why where you're going. Yeah. yeah. And then zapping it is basically figuring out a solution for that emotion. So let's say like your boss kind of gave you attitude, right? And it kind of made you feel some type of way. So you're going to zap that emotion because you're going to trap that emotion because you're at work, you know? So just trap it and then you're yeah. going to go home and when you're in the shower or something, you're going to think about the emotion, you're going to bring it out again and you're going to map it and be like, okay, what happened? Where did this emotion come from? Okay. And then you're like, okay, well, why did my boss talk to me like that? Does he always talk to me like that? No. Does she, was she going through something? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, then, so now it's my turn. Should I just let it go, you know? And like, and if she continues to speak up or should I speak up about it now? How close am I to her, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that's how you zap it and you make that emotion disappear. And that's how you deal with your emotions. So if you ever forget, it's TMZ. It's trap it, map it, or zap it. Me too, me too, because I don't write my emotions. I write my emotions down, but sometimes I don't have time for it, dude. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that because I am such an impulse person. Like, like if something, like, makes me happy, oh, I'm ecstatic. If something makes me mad, oof, bitch, get the fuck out of my way. If something makes me sad, I'll throw myself. I'm depressed. Like, so I think that's, a, I'm going to start practicing TMZ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, girl, I'm going to start practicing TMZ. And actually, um, another listener had wrote about that. You know, can you hit the topic about the guy who, committed suicide at Disneyland because she works at Disneyland. Wait, and nadie dijo, like, why he chose Disneyland? Everybody was talking about that, like, why Disneyland? Like, there was people there when he did it. Well, I'm assuming that's probably yeah, why because I mean, maybe he, he loves I kids and he I was around But kids. why would you traumatize children like that? I don't know. Well, that's we, traumatizing. Okay. So, yeah, she, uh, some, you know, another one of her listeners wrote in because she, um, she said, can you hit the topic about the guy who committed suicide at the Disneyland parking lot and because she works there? Oh. I said, do you care to show, do you care to tell us how it affected you as a staff member? Because, dude, that's pretty fucking traumatizing, that's too. so crazy. So she said, yeah, I was sad. I actually sometimes work where it happens, so I can only imagine if it, if I, it did happen when I was at work. It's sad because it's not talked about enough. Your mental health matters. I'm always nice to all my coworkers because you never know what someone is going through. He even posted something on his Facebook page a day before um saying goodbye not sure if you saw it which was what we read um it's just sad and i'm really glad you said that because yeah girl we always have it's sometimes it's hard to be nice because we're dealing with our own shit as well but just like like sometimes when i'm going through shit like if one of my coworkers compliments me in like the slightest form it makes me feel better so i'm that type of person it's because i'm kind of vain so when someone compliments me i like to feel good about myself so i do that to other people like i'll randomly be like oh my god that color looks so good on you girl or i'll be like damn you look good today or like i like your hair or like i'll be you know do it i I don't know i that's what makes me feel good so that's how i make people i think that's actually a really good one too also i do want to say a smile goes a long way because Mm, like sometimes smells no more yeah because sometimes like i'll be in school and like sometimes you know i know that sometimes you see like you know those like nerdy people who look very like antisocial or sometimes they look really awkward and when they smile at you like i've seen sometimes people smile at other people and i see other people don't smile at them and i want to sock them out so bad <laughs> tmz girl tmz i do tmz but like i end up smiling or i'm i'll be like oh like you know nice shoe i don't fucking know or sometimes you initiate the smile because sometimes those people don't smile at you because they are awkward and i don't want them to think that i think they're weird for smiling at me like there's nothing wrong look let me tell you guys something i remember like there was this guy that i like um that i used to work with and 
he would never say hi to me like i was like bitch why aren't you saying hi to me but like you know why aren't you saying hi to me like i would just think that and he was kind of new one day i go out to drink with all my coworkers after work you know we go have a little beer and stuff and he's there and like i'm talking to him and he ends up like we obviously ended up talking because we're sitting there right we're drinking and stuff and and he's like wow you're really nice and i was like yeah why did you never say hi to me he's like honestly dude because you walk around like really smug like type of shit he's like you always have a like a serious face like como credita como resting picture yeah and i was like wow and then it's it's true why did i have to wait for him to say hi to me why couldn't i say hi or good morning mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. so honestly you guys instead of us such a little homework go say good morning mm-hmm. to someone random Hold in the, the door street for yep. compliment somebody smile at somebody mm-hmm. if somebody cuts you off let them cut you off fuck it like you're gonna get to your place your yeah some lady um some lady cut me off a little bit before thanksgiving and i wrote my window down i said happy thanksgiving because you know maybe she wasn't in the holiday spirit and she was being a bitch she flipped me off and cut me off so then when my lane went faster because she didn't expect my lane to go faster um yeah i told her like happy thanksgiving dude one time actually she i looked was really like annoyed. racing and this car came out of nowhere it was their fault and i was like what the fuck is your problem you stupid ass dumb bitch my son's in the fucking car she was and she was like god bless you i'm really sorry and oh i felt so dumb <laughs> i felt so dumb and my mom was in the car like yeah, Angelica. Yeah, Porque la oh la dude that reminds me of this one time quick story time i was going to mcdonald's to get dumb food right and this McDonald's, one of those new fancy McDonald's with the two lanes for the... Fancy McDonald's. Yes. I don't know. McDonald's what going swears on? are fine. Then. Dude. Su- no, but the McDonald's coffee smacks. I don't think I've ever had it. I feel like my mother como chorros. I'd rather have milk and magnesium. Yes, I'd rather just have milk and magnesium. Ew, dude, I hate when Ivan takes that. He literally... Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, I was at this McDonald's, and, you know, I'm getting Dom his little breakfast deluxe, or his little burgers, because he always orders them. And... Sesame buns. And so, like, I, I leave a gap for the cars that are going by, because I'm not about to obstruct traffic right. and have somebody give me a ticket or something. The line was really long, so I go, and this crazy carcachita, my car was not a carcacha then, so this crazy <laughs> carcachita, era de moda, this crazy carcachita, dude, like a 1995 fucking <laughs> Buick, I was gonna say Buick, <laughs> it, it was like a Buick, rolls up so hard next to me, dude, and you know, crazy me was about to go crazy, but I looked at my nephew. And I was like, I'm about to set an example for my nephew. I cannot be crazy because I'm, he's not about to grow up and be a crazy person because his tia's crazy. Oh and so I open my window and I'm like, are you okay this morning? And this lady starts crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened, dude? Like, I was like, you can go. Like, I'm about to let her go. She's like, no, I'm not okay. I just found out I have three months to live. Oh, God. Dude. I was like, imagine if I would have cussed her out and wouldn't been crazy. Oh, that's a good story to share. I remember I was sitting there and I was like, who told you that? She's like, the doctors. I was like, well, the doctors are not God. And I was like, and no one can tell you when you're ready to live. And I literally was like, would you mind if I gave you a small prayer? And I ended up praying for her. Yeah, dude. And then I was like, be nice to Buicks. And then I was like, go ahead and go. She's like, no, honey, you go. Like, and then I was like, well, obviously you're gonna let me go. It's my turn. You guys, let's just be nice to everyone. You never know why the person next to you is really annoyed. You never know they got three months to live. Like, I'd be pretty pissed if somebody told me that. Yeah, you never know if you just got heartbroken like me. 
Be nice. You did not just compare three months to live to your stupid ass heartbreak. <laughs> okay, pero. Ahora sí, vamos a hacer una. No, actually, dude, I was being a big bitch. My coworker was like, is everything okay? And I was being a bitch, dude. It was for no reason on Monday after I got dumped. And then during my break, I told her I got dumped. She's like, is that why you were being a bitch? And I was like, all right, girl. Damn, you're not to say it like that, but yeah. Okay, guys, so like, let's go ahead. Uh, we do have a advice request. She said, am I immature for getting my lick back? I don't know what that means. Okay, yeah, Marla. I knew Marla was going to look at me. So getting your lick back is basically like when someone does something to you and you do it back. Or like when someone cheats on you and you cheat back. Getting your lick back. Like getting your hit back type of thing. Like getting back at oh, them. Oh, I was thinking like getting Ay, your back. Marla. Like lambiada. <laughs> I was like, I do not understand this concept at all okay is this okay is this a saying or is this slang it's because, a slang it's okay, like, okay i'm gonna get my just, leg back like okay, oh, say, if it's a me? saying i'm surprised i don't know it but if it's slang yeah i'm surprised i know i'm okay. surprised that i don't short story i have a friend who my boyfriend does not necessarily get along with he's another guy and him and i have hmm. to do <laughs> him and i have to do christmas shopping for my goddaughter but he also invited me out to eat afterwards she's talking about the el amigo mind you <laughs> Nothing else is there. I have no feelings at all between us, but my boyfriend seemed upset when I brought up those plans. Not too long ago, he went out to eat with a friend. Another girl. Mm, no, amiga. Mm-mm. And he didn't ever introduce me or bring up how their friendship came to be. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Esto ya no me gustó. So I was left to create my own narrative on her. Yes, as I would too. Why would... Is it's it us wrong for me? Yeah. This whole podcast being about positive. <laughs> am I delusional or am I a Sagittarius? Is oh it? yeah, that's me everything. Next, I'm no, like, that's me. Oh, that's 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 she was saying. <laughs> is it wrong for me to not care? Purposefully agree to do my own plan since he disregarded my feelings and his plans. I was like, ooh. So then I replied, Are you doing it to teach him a lesson? She's like, It's like a yes and a no. I realize thinking it's a lesson is not okay to prove a point, but also I realized he's re- he wasn't really in the wrong. I was just sensitive and couldn't tell him I was actually feeling insecure betrayed. No, girl, you're not feeling insecure betrayed. Okay. Close to star. Um, okay, first and foremost, I'm heated right now. Okay, yeah, look, let me put you guys, um, my logical point of view. I need to TMZ right now. Because I can't, <laughs> I can't do those. Feeling heated. Yeah, no. Um, so my, this is my thing. Um, I myself have male friends, but Ivan likes all my only three male friends. Mm-hmm. Like, he is very comfortable with them. He's comfortable with me being alone with them. Um, if I were to say, hey, I'm going to go eat with Caesar or I'm going to go do some Christmas shopping with Shout Caesar. Shout out Caesar. I just saw him at um, my house today. <laughs> um, he, uh, he would be okay with it if I said that about uh, my other friend Mark and my other friend Twinkie. He would be okay with it, you know? He has some friends that he's not okay with with me. And I just feel like if... Oh my god, I'm about to preach to myself. Mm-hmm, um, Listen, if you're to your own advice, como dije. Um, if you have a friend that your boyfriend's not comfortable with, and he has a solid reason why, because Ivan has a solid reason why on mine, you need to cut not all communication, but slowly cut communications with that person. Because if his reason is solid and reasonable, mm-hmm. then it's like you should be compromising with him. Respectful, mm-hmm. yeah. Lo que él hizo, though, amiga, that it's not okay. Nope. 
Because uh-uh. he was trying to do the... Okay, you know what I find a little weird, sister? Okay, you're over here talking about Caesar and Mark and Twinks. Mm-hmm. But they were your friends prior to Ivan. Right, that's and why. And Ivan has his girlfriends prior to He you. doesn't know. And no puede tener amiguitas. Yo soy su amiguita, su amante. Okay, anyway. Adoradora. But it is a little weird that he all of a sudden made a friend and she doesn't even know how he made a friend. Yeah, now you got me That's back. fucking weird. It would be different if he if he came home and was like, oh, hey, my coworker, so-and-so, which honestly, I don't fuck with coworkers because I see too much shit happen. But anyway. Um, with your coworkers? I just say, I just say, <laughs> I'm not going to open my mouth. But all I'm saying is like, if he, or, or like simply like, hey, I was at basketball practice or something and there, you know, something like that. But like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, hey, I want to go out eat with a friend and no te dijo nada and didn't introduce you guys. That's weird, girl. Cause no, that's fucking. Yeah, weird. look, I like Ivan doesn't have any like really girlfriends. He has this one girlfriend, but like he's not really he doesn't really talk to her no more, you know. Which I'm okay with. But <laughs> este like the the rugby team has a girls team, and there would be only probably one girl on that team that I would be okay if she were like, oh, like you know, I can we go out to lunch? I need to talk. I need someone to vent, you know, or something. And he would be like, hey, so-and-so wants to go out and eat and vent. I'd be like, okay, you know, I would be on the phone, like, on speaker muted, but I would still want to be there, you know? But also, like, I do understand, like, you if you can trust your partner around that person, you know, that says a lot about what you feel about your partner, you know? Pero es okay. So the only problem was in your fault, like, that was you didn't speak up. Like, when he said, hey, I'm going to go with the homegirl, like, nah, who's your homegirl? Nope. Oh, she didn't speak up. No, that's what she's saying. I know it was my fault because I didn't be. Oh, yeah, girl. Let me tell you guys a little story time. You trapped it too long. Okay. I have a story time. My first boyfriend ever, you guys. This is a long time ago. I was fucking, I think I was, like, 17 at the time, okay? It was my first boyfriend ever. He got out of juvie. Clearly, I've always had poor taste Clearly in men. Clearly, you have a t- uh, type. And um, I would drop him off at this, like, um, I think it was like a... Ooh, I remember You this remember story. this story. And I was I was going to tell you guys, I was going to share this story. This is why I don't like Canoga Park. But, um... Bitch, I you were 17. Get over it. Nah, hell nah. I, I hate Sagittarius. Nah, nah, nah. So, I would drop him off at this um, class, right? We would always hang out together, and then I would drop him off at the class no car either he had no car wow clearly anyway um i have problems so i remember i used to drop him off at this it was like i guess like a rehab center for teenagers right he had to do his class in order to stay out of jail so he started talking a lot about this one little lady i'm not gonna use her real name i'm gonna name her the really cool dancer yeah i'm gonna name her um cucaracha cucaracha okay so he started talking about cucaracha, but I was so secure in that relationship. <laughs> I can't take that <laughs> Bitch, okay. I was so secure in my relationship with him because honestly, we never like fought like that. He was never disrespectful towards me. You were a bum bitch. Yeah. What do you mean I was? <laughs> you were a bum bitch. Thanks, bitch. My feelings are hurt right now. Anyway. <laughs> So, when he started talking about Bucaracha, I was like, okay, like, I just didn't even see it wrong. Like, you know, and especially because he told me he met Cucaracha's baby daddy and Cucaracha's son. Okay. So, I was like, all right. Like, he's like, yeah, I met Cucaracha's son. <laughs> and, Cucarachito. And, and her baby dad. I was like, oh, oh my that's God, cool. That <laughs> so 
so then I was like, all right, whatever. And then he slowly started talking more about her. Oh my God. I can't take the name serious. <laughs> this really cool tattoo. It's a rose made out of flowers. I mean, it's a rose made out of uh, the petals were made out of money, like basic. But anyway, okay, cool. I still was not like, the crazy type you know i remember one time i dropped him off i guess Kukaracha was bye because he's like oh my god Kukaracha. i was like damn who's that beautiful bomb girl that dropped you off i was like chill that's my my girl i was talking about Kukaracha. i guess she was bye oh okay and then he started like talking a little too much about kukas <laughs> he was like kukas is so cool like she's from this one hood she's a real ass bitch like ill first of all ill second of all ill and i was like all right kukas. yeah you know so, Kukas graduated that program earlier than him because I guess she, she hadn't been there before him. And all of, because he would love to go to that fucking program. And not thinking about it, it pisses me off because hasta se ponía su clone, that cheap ass curve clone. Bitch, I bought him some Nike blazers and he would, he would wear them all fresh down. Hasta, oh my God, cantaba in the shower as he was getting ready. Like, not thinking about it, I'm getting heated. Even though trap this it, is, trap it, trap it. So, uh, TMC, TMC. So then, um, I'll never forget this. So, like, one day, um, is his broke ass? Ni tenía teléfono, tenía un iPod Touch. Remember the iPod Touches? Oh, que yeah. yo le compré with my little part-time $8 an hour job. Dude, it was $8? $8, girl. Dang. I know, dude. I know, that's insane. So, um, I'm chilling on his iPod Touch and I'm playing Temple Run. Like, I remember this. And he comes out, of the, he comes out of the shower and, and he's like, what are you doing? And mind you, he used to use his iPod Touch to text, like, because he didn't have phone. So I was like, playing Temple Run? He's like, you thought you were going to find something, huh? And I was like, no, I'm playing Temple Run. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. All right, whatever. And I'm telling you, at this time, he's already complaining about the program. He doesn't like going anymore, obviously, because La Cucas wasn't there. And I'm like, dude, like, shut up. You have to do the program. Like, shut the fuck up, you know? So, long story short. He left his bitch-ass little iPod in my fucking um, car one day. And I started looking through his texts. And he's texting some bitch. Which wasn't Kukas. It was a totally different girl. So I'm like reading the text, bro. And he remembered, fuck, I forgot my iPad, my iPod in this bitch's car. And he comes back. And my window's up. And he's like knocking it. He sees my face. He sees my, you know, I, I showed him the iPod. And he's like, open the car, Dulce. And I speed off. And we were right outside my parents' house. So I speed into my parents' driveway. And he was kind of scared of my parents. So he wasn't going to go in there. And I like ran inside the house, you guys. And I connected. This is how I found out I got cheated on the first time, okay? And I run inside the house. And I connect the little iPod to Wi-Fi. And I'm like. Like, okay, there's nothing else, there's nothing else. And then I remembered, like, I used to send him pictures through email because he couldn't get them through the text app. Uh-huh. And who do I see in the email? Cucaracha. Puta cuca. Puta cuca in a bra and underwear, which <laughs> looked like she got him from Walmart. She was wearing Hanes. And she literally had a big-ass hickey. And she was like, remember when you did this? Remember when you did this? And I was like... I know, oh, but I forgot the main part of the story. This is how he stopped talking about kukas, you guys. Sorry, I forgot about this part because I just got into my feels. So he would always talk about kukas, and then one day he's like, oh, so kukas, because it was her last day at the program. He's like, kukas invited me to lunch. And I swear, you guys, I was not tripping about it. 
I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Before I was even gonna say, all right, have a good, have a good lunch. Mm-hmm. He's like, but he, she told me, make sure you ask your lady. And I was even like, wow, it's that cucas, you know? Like, I like her. And that, that he said, this is what, I'm so glad I couldn't even get the words of have a good lunch. I was listening to him, you know? He's like, but I told her, what the fuck? I don't got to ask her. And I was like, oh, you don't got to ask me? <laughs> and then he was like, damn, I missed that, Dulce. I'm going to bring that bitch back for real. I need to do some inner. And I was like, you don't got to ask me? And he's like, nah dude like chill wasn't even i was like i never want to hear that bitch's name again because he was talking a lot about her at that point i was like never bring her fucking up again and you're not going to that fucking lunch clearly he did more than lunch (laughs) (laughs) but that's what i'm saying i don't believe like what what do you need friends of the opposite sex for after you already have something before you know you can't really have much to say you meet the person you also get vibes you know of like oh this is really Mm -hmm. just a friend but what the fuck you need to make friends of the opposite sex afterwards for? Yeah, it's it's true. weird. It's yeah. very weird. Yeah, girl, I think you should speak up now though. And the toxic in me, go Christmas shopping with the other phone and give him a taste of his medicine. And oh when gosh. he tells you something, be like, oh well, weren't you at lunch with your little homegirl that I don't even know? Okay. At least you know him. Um, okay, I don't think you should uh, do that. I, I think you should. I took the I mic away. I think you, you should. should talk about it with him first. And then if you still want to go have the shopping thing, then you can. But I think you should definitely tell him how you feel about the little homegirl that has arrived. I don't think you should leave that unsaid. You know what? You should be like, okay, let me meet her. Ooh, that's let a good me one. meet her. And if he's hesitant, there's something else. And he's like, okay, like let's go out to eat. Then you will feel out for yourself if it's pero mija. I I hate that word, but girl, don't fucking. I don't trust bitches. Look at cucas. Yeah, I don't trust bitches, bitches, dude. I don't trust bitches at all. So I think we're going to end that segment there, you guys. Um, I'm just going to try and take it easy this week. Baby, if you're listening to this, please text me. I miss you so much.